We're letting the ponies out of the barn and kicking off another day of Sooner Sports Talk. It's time for the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. Hit the guys up on the law offices with Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions Text Line at 405-651-3439. Now, live from the Palace in Piedmont and the Brown O'Haver Studios in Norman, here are Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. I'm going to make this comment now. We're going to win a bunch of damn football games with, with Brent Venables. Hi, um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers? Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. I'm going to make this comment now. We're going to win a bunch of damn football games with, with Brent Venables. Hi, good morning, everyone. It is a new day. Tuesday, December 28th. Joby and TJ with you, T-Row in the morning showtime. Here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. How we doing out there, Sooner Nation? It is uh, the day before the day. Tomorrow night, San Antonio, Texas. Hopefully, we got us an Alamo Bowl. Oklahoma and Oregon. Set to kick it off. Big 12, Pac-12. Busy day of... uh, Bowl games today, wall-to-wall, five of them. I'm headed south as soon as this show is over. Going to grab my friend Chris Plank on the way, and we're headed to San Antonio, the River Walk. And uh, we got we got, uh, we got got a lot to do, though, over the next three hours. Kale Gundy, and uh, you heard him there, uh, the play caller, offensive coordinator, if you will, for this bowl game. Uh, he and several members of his offense meeting with the media yesterday, so we'll hear some uh, some of that as the show goes along. Also, we'll be joined by uh, the Oregon Ducks color analyst, Mike Jorgensen, live in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Jorgie has been on our show many times through the years um, for our countdown, uh, top 25 countdown at the beginning of the season. And uh, going to join us uh, today from down in San Antonio, hopefully as well. They were having uh, travel issues yesterday, but I think they made it, uh, getting from the Pacific Northwest all the way down to the Alamo City. So I uh, look forward to hearing from Georgie, former Oregon quarterback, longtime Oregon broadcaster. So we got a busy show. we got a lot of Alamo Bowl to talk about today. Good preview for you coming up uh, on the show today. TJ, good morning. How are you? Just trying to survive until Saturday. Can we get yeah. this stinking year over with? Oh, no. Oh my you got more gosh. problems to tell us about today? Uh, yesterday. I got 99 on... problems. <laughs> you took us on the uh, journey of trying to transfer your data from it one phone to the other. It has been a train wreck, now? horrible couple of weeks. There's some other things that I'm not going to talk about here that we uh, dealt with, and then the phone issue, and then last night, 
It's just been a train wreck of a couple of weeks. I just need to get to Saturday, okay? You've said that. Like, what are you talking about? What's going on? As you know, my wife and kid are out of town right now. Yeah. What I found out last night, I cannot be left alone for any uh, particular amount of time. Because I almost Mm -hmm. ended up uh, in the emergency room. I thought to myself, I'm home alone. Went on my walk, uh, got some things done. I said, huh, just kind of sitting here. I'll be a nice guy. I'm going to take down the Christmas tree. I'm sure. going to uh, pack all the ornaments because the Christmas tree is quite the ordeal, you know, packing up the ornaments, making sure yeah, they're all safe. And That's so a big endeavor. I get that done. Get it, uh, the tree all bagged up because we don't have the one that we just drag out to the curb like you do. We got to, you know. The fake one, so yeah, it's got to go into a giant bag. Pond. Right. Yeah. So I say, oh, I've got that uh, LED snowflake in the front window here. I need to take that out of the window and unplug it. Seems harmless enough. Uh, I have a feeling it wasn't. <sighs> it wasn't. <laughs> it was plugged in in the corner by a lamp and a uh-huh. three-tiered wood shelf. Okay. This lamp is a very important lamp. It's a stained glass OU lamp that Katie made with a friend 20 oh years ago. Gosh. It's a nice lamp that, as I said, they made by hand. A stained glass lamp. It's beautiful. We've had it for well, 20 years now. Why is she now. making lamps? This angers me for some reason. Why is she making lamps? It was the former DA did stained glass when oh she worked gosh. at the DA's office, and he had no. made an OU lamp, and she said, I want one of those. He goes, well... You got to help me. I'm not doing it. You know, it takes quite a while. So yeah. they made this lamp. Okay. So I unplugged the snowflake, Stay and the cord had lamp. gone behind the wood shelf. So I pulled the shelf out slightly, and I'm pulling the cord through, and I raise up. And when I raise up, I hit the lamp with my head. And you know how you, when you do something like that, how you kind of jerk away to kind of catch the lamp. And I squared up. And smacked the top corner of that wood shelf as hard as you can hit it, square on my eye, like right above it on the socket. And I'm standing there. I'm staggered. Like I'm not joking here. I, it was as if I had just been hit in the face. And the room's spinning. And I'm, I catch myself on a chair. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I can't see. And then I realize it's because blood is pouring down my face. There's blood all over the floor, all over my uh, arms and hands, and I'm like, I grab my face and I run to the closest uh, sink, and it's only about a quarter of an inch gash, but it's deep and it is bleeding everywhere. I'm staggered and I can't figure. You got to get to the hospital. I don't think it's that bad, but I'm like, there's a lot of blood. So tough guy. I go, to I go tough guy. I go tough guy. I get all the paper towels I can get. I'm soaking up blood. I finally get it to stop for a little bit, and I'm like, okay, it's good. But it's on my eyelid right below my brow, so anytime I move my eye, like blood starts bleeding out. It was a horrible, horrible several hours that came uh, next trying to get this thing to stop. Finally, I went to... What's across the street from a CVS, Walgreens, one of the two. Yeah, okay. And got the uh, the liquid skin stuff and just started. Uh, 
taking it on. And uh, it's it finally, I think I got it, but my eyelid's all swollen up this morning. I've still got the cut above my eye. It was bleeding again this morning. It stopped now, though. I think I finally got it to completely stop. How's your eye looking? Is it a good, like, is it a good visual? It's, uh, people would think I got into a fight. They would think I got hit in the eye. It's not black on the... got you good? It not, it's not black on the bottom part of my eye, but above it, my eyelid's about twice the size. And then, like I said, you it's just... You got the bleeding a, stopped, though? Uh, the bleeding, bleeding stopped. Out? The bleeding stopped. But by the time I got everything, like, situated and... I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's blood everywhere. I'm cleaning up blood on the tile, on the walls. It was a mess. I'm like, I called Katie. I'm like, you cannot leave me alone by myself. No. No, <laughs> I'm, almost, I'm almost 50. I'm approaching 50. you just no. got to stay home from now on. So No, not at your age. You can't nope. be trusted. Nope. So I'm just trying to survive to Saturday, man. It's just, Do you have a concussion? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I don't. My head hurt yeah. for quite a while last night, but I don't Down think it's concussion. Down to ten backwards. Ten, Down nine, eight, ten seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. What's the capital of Arizona? Uh, I couldn't tell you that even before I hit my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. You're the capitals. You're what are you doing? <laughs> uh, well, two things. One, I'm glad you're okay. I think. I think you're okay. But two, I'm a little upset with you. Why are you upset you, with me? Well, Bob Stoops is back. <laughs> Hall of Fame head coach is back. Right. To lead the Oklahoma Sooners into the Alamo Bowl. It's yes. been a hellish month for this OU football team. <laughs> and they finally are back in battle tomorrow against Oregon, and you continue to find ways to make it all about you on this show. Well, get it out of the way in the first segment, then we can move on. Can you You not let OU pass? And I had to tell you what was going on. You you, you got, you just, you can't get through a day without something traumatic happening to you. I can't right now. I'm sorry. Do you need to go stay at Lumber Lady's house tonight or something so she can look after you? (laughs) I might need to do that. (laughs) I'm glad you're okay. That would have been a bad scene. And by the way, that is not the OU football team in San Antonio. I don't know what that is. I don't know what's going on with the players and the coaches, but that's not an OU football team. What do you mean? It's a stand-up comedy troupe that we've got traveling around. We've got... Caleb Kelly and uh, what are they? Who who else was up on the stage with him last night? I'm, my my mind's uh, blanking on here. I didn't see it. Uh, Jeremiah Hall and all these guys up there doing oh. stand up comedy bits, and Bob Stoops up there in his unbuttoned dress shirts, and I don't know what's going on. They're, they're Brayden Willis is in uh, Mexican restaurants on the Riverwalk, screaming at Texas fans, and the old Texas fans <laughs> getting mad. And I'm like, what is going on with this bowl game right now? Undisciplined. They're it's falling very, apart. It's very undisciplined. <laughs> so, so a traveling uh, Abbott and Costello show on the <laughs> stage last night. Brent's got a big job in front of him with this team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to get down there as quick as I can to see if I can wrangle this thing in. You might drive uh, slow today. All. That's all I'm going to tell you. You might drive slow. Why? Because you might be flipping around 
Oregon doesn't get their act together. Oh, you mean coming home? Right. Oh, I see what you're saying there. Well, I see what you're saying. Well, maybe uh, they're not the 57, 58 players last I heard. Yeah. So I don't know how many of those are. I don't know if there's some guys that they could still get back that just weren't there yesterday or uh, or if they could lose more or what. But, yeah, it sounds like uh, the Ducks are depleted. So we shall see. But, yeah, I'm getting down there. i got to get down there by 6.15, TJ. I've got a 6.15 date. Uh, so I'm hoping that I can get Chris. I'm going to listen to the last two hours of his show in the car with me. And then I'm hoping traffic cooperates. I sh- it should be fine. Should be. But you never know. Going I-35, you've got, you've got just uh, – Potential traffic jam after potential traffic jam in Fort Worth and uh, Waco and Austin, and it's just awful. I could, might go the Could back your date way. not have given you more time, like maybe 7 o'clock? No. I am – well, my date is Bob Stoops. <laughs> so whatever time <laughs> gotcha. he tells me to be there is when I'm going to be there. <laughs> There's not really a negotiation to take place. Huh. It's a yes, sir. That's when I'll be there. So, uh, so we. I think we'll be okay. I mean, if he's in us... a button-up shirt, will you serious uh, be able to seriously interview him? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I will be able to. If he has the, well, I call it the courtside thunder look. Going. That's that's what he had going last night. That's why I'm asking because that's what he was rocking last night at their pep rally. So, yeah. yeah. I think you've seen a whole lot more than I have. I don't know any of this stuff you just rattled off. So is this like stuff on social media? Or so they uh, the team did a thing where they rode down the river walk, you know, on boats and stuff, and they ended where up did, on. And some... Where did you see all this? Where can I find all this? Uh, stuff? Twitter, Oklahoma football. Twitter put it out last Oklahoma night. A lot football? of it, right. and I don't remember where the Braden Willis sitting at a table and they start screaming at the Texas guy, and he's. He's acting like an idiot. It's an older Texas guy too, like probably in his fifties, maybe early sixties. Willis is yelling at the Texas and guy. I think so. He's the one that him, posted though. it. I'm pretty sure. Oh. So I don't know if it was him or some other teammates or just OU fans. I'm not sure. Uh, but the pep rally stuff, yeah, they they posted it, and Caleb Kelly's like uh, intro and Bob, and he's rolling out in his untucked, uh, uh, unbuttoned shirt, you know, and. <laughs> Jeremiah Hall is like doing a stand-up comedy routine about don't see any burn orange. They must be prepping for their uh, bowl game out of state. <laughs> and I, I, like I said, it was like a well, like what's going on here? Uh, I don't remember who it was. There was an, a dance-off between an Oregon player and an OU player. They had a hmm. dance-off last night, How'd a dance go? battle. Uh, they ended up uh, both uh, doing the like the ha 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 handshake, half hug thing at the oh, end, okay. you know. And yeah, it ended. Uh, so yeah, there's. All right, I'll have that's to look what I said. Okay. I don't know if they're preparing for a bowl game or not. It was just a lot of chaos last night. Sounds like your wife and son were gone, and you spent a lot of time scrolling on Twitter last night to me. <laughs> well, I just had to sit with a, uh, a rag over my eye for about two hours. <laughs> I didn't have much else to do. All right, well, I'm going to spend this commercial break looking through Twitter, see what I can find about this chaos that's broken out down in uh, just saying, San Antonio. You've got a uh, half-unbuttoned shirt Bob coming tonight. I just want to warn you so you're not distracted when you get there. Well, I'm going to be well, I'm a little staggered when I first see him. Like, uh, <laughs> right. like I can smell the cologne. And, uh, yeah, 
All right. That's a good heads up. I appreciate that. Uh, let's hear from you today, folks. I want to hear how you're feeling about this football game. 405-329-9000 if you'd like to call. You could text the show as always. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. We used to have an 800 number. We got rid of it a couple of years ago. Nobody told me, so I kept giving out the number for two years until uh, finally somebody <laughs> said, you know, we don't have that line anymore. Hey, guess what? We found out. I think it still works, so you can give it oh, out. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> 800 866-355-5733. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I forgot about the limo, too. Bob uh, Bob said, I'm not getting in no crappy gondola. Grabbed Pat Fields and Caleb Kelly and Jeremiah Hall and told them, uh, we're riding in the limo to the pep rally. You guys aren't getting in the gondolas either. Where'd you see that at? Um, uh, Bob tweeted that one out. That's right here. Uh, OU football Stewart. account retweeted it. They're in front of a, uh, a stretched Hummer limo, and it says rolling in style to the uh, – what does it say here? The uh, River Pep Rally with the OU captains. Like, like the rest of the team got stuck on the uh, little oh, boat. I, I see it. Yeah, and they're riding in the stretch limo. Bob's like, heck no, I'm not riding in that boat. Got my skinny jeans and my nice shirt on. <laughs> uh, then this texture reminds us, too, that uh, the OU Pep uh, Band, or the uh, OU band had to help at the pep rally with the Oregon band because they don't have enough people to fill out their band right now because of oh, really? the COVID issues. Yeah, so the OU band stepped in for the Oregon band last night and helped them out uh, for their pep rally last night, I guess. So uh, way, I way to go. Watched, way to go, Pride. Uh, several videos during that break. I watched uh, the players riding down the river. I watched the dance off between Eric Gray and whoever the uh, Oregon player was. That was fun. Yeah, Eric Gray. I couldn't remember who it was in the dance off. I watched. Uh, uh, what did I? I watched uh, Caleb Kelly introduce uh, Bob Stoops in his uh, in his Thunder courtside shirt, and uh, so I got some more. It sounds like to. Get caught up on during this next break. So uh, it's been a busy evening for him last night. Sounds like it's uh it's fun down there. I, I uh, I'm really honestly shocked, as much of a Texas guy as you are, that you've never been to San Antonio never. before. Yeah, and I feel like this is like, is it Spurs related? Is that why are you are you have um, you avoided it, or is it just never happened? It's to- just never happened. We had a vacation planned there. For like a quick getaway vacation, three, four days, maybe four years ago, and I don't remember why we had to cancel it, but that's yeah. as close as I've ever got. Like, I've told you this, my family, we didn't go on vacations when I was growing up. Like, even, it sounds silly, like, if you were to do something, you'd drive from, you know, Arlington down to San Antonio. Uh, we just We didn't even do that, like, so as a kid growing up, it just never happened, and then as I've been an adult, we've just... For whatever reason, I've just never been there. So, no, no yeah, reason. I can't really think of anywhere you've been since I've known you, other than Mexico and the lake. 
Well, that's not true at all. That's not true like at all. Vacation wise, like I've, where else? I've been all over the uh, Caribbean. I've been to the Bahamas. Or, or I've been to Bermuda. Games. I've been to yeah, a lot of the All Star games. I've been to California. I've been to Switzerland. I've been to oh, that's true. You went um, to Switzerland. Yeah, I've been St. Martin, uh, Virgin okay, Islands. Okay. You like over. to go to the Caribbean? The Caribbean. I got yes. you. You like to you like to yes. get on, you like to go to a beach. But you're not a get in the car and drive somewhere. Like, you're not going to go to Branson like Chris just did. Or you're not going to go to San Antonio or drive somewhere, like Albuquerque or whatever around here. You're going to get on a plane and go somewhere. Yeah, and the times we've done that, like it's to St. Louis or to Kansas City or... we we, like gross. Yeah, like for us, like I guess like we're both from Texas and the Dallas area, so why would we... Drive down to other places in Texas, if that makes sense. We've gone no, the other direction. It makes no sense at all. I, you know, I just like we were just in Florida this past summer. So yeah, again, airplane ride. Yeah, we did ride in the airplane. So I guess when you got the kind of money you guys have, you don't like you can afford plane tickets. It doesn't really matter. You just think, yeah, we'll get a plane ticket and go somewhere. You don't just drive somewhere. So yeah, the thought of driving somewhere to me is. Yeah. Oh, I love driving. Enough, I love I love San Antonio too. I can't watching those videos made me uh, really eager to get down there. The Riverwalk area is just one of the very coolest downtown areas in America. What they did with that Riverwalk is really really awesome. And obviously, it was the forefronter, a forefront, uh, the forerunner. Of the Bricktown area, and but it's just you know it's on it's Bricktown on steroids, and and I think it's aged, uh, 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 you know, significantly uh, since in the last few years. I'm eager to see what it looks like now and how it's been kept up or not kept up or whatever. But uh, it's just super cool, and there's just I, I was listening to Teddy and Tyler's show yesterday, and. Uh, Tyler was asking Teddy if he was going out to eat after the show, and Teddy was like, "Ah, oh, I don't know. I I don't really want to go. It's like there's people all crammed on the river walk, and you got to wait in lines to get into restaurants. And <laughs> I think I'll just do room service, you know. But I mean, I love it. I love the whole, uh, all the Mexican restaurant and, and rest uh, bars and everything right on the." water and everybody's playing music and the boats are going up and down all lit up and the whole downtown area it's just super cool and um yeah it's one of our favorite places there's great golf in san antonio in hill country uh i did see the sea world videos yesterday and you know me i'm a big sea world fan right yeah i did see so we love the sea world we love the you know you play some golf they got uh i've never gone to a game there so this will be the first time Spurs or otherwise that I've ever gone to a game there. So I'm eager to to see. Uh, that's not true. That's not true. 2010 Final Four uh, women was in the Alamo Dome. And uh, so I went to that. But, uh, no, it's a great city. It really, really is. We love San Antonio. It looks great. Just hasn't ever happened for whatever reason. Much I would say, for my money, for like a, a destination as far as taking a city, or taking a family, hanging out, spending three, four days, far and away the number one ranked city in Texas. Far and away. Like, 
not that you can't find something to do in Dallas, but that just sounds like like that just sounds like a headache. Like, you know, just traffic, and I got to drive over here to do this, and then I got to drive over here to do that, and. Uh, Austin makes me itch. Houston, are you kidding me? No, thank you. But San Antonio is is a little smaller than those. Not Austin, but the others. And has stuff to do, and the downtown area is so cool. And So, anyway, you can tell. You've sold me. I'll go. I'll be there uh, some point. I'm a big fan. I'm looking forward tonight. Hopefully we can get down there in time and uh, get the crew together. And uh, go find some some enchiladas, and then uh, and then call it football game tomorrow night. <laughs> Teddy probably has that attitude too because he's been there since Christmas Day, and he's probably sick of it, ready to go home. Well, maybe so, but he got there before everybody else, right? Yeah, so he should have been able to get out and go avoid crowds and you know just normal christmas day or day after go get some food now now it is chaotic down there i'm sure so what do you think the crowd's gonna be like according to these videos that i've seen and uh you know there's a couple that they put out last night and there were areas that seem and they could be smaller areas so it just looks this way but it was packed with ou fans so it seemed like they've got a pretty good contingent that uh, has already gotten down there and you know we're still another day out so i think it's going to be a pretty good crowd yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, we could play a regular season They're, game against whoever, mm-hmm. and OU fans they travel show out. well. They travel really well. You're in a Much week where less, it's a holiday week for a lot of people. Some people aren't working this week, so it makes it easy. Kids are out of school, so it's a, it's an easy destination to get to. So I think it'll be a really good crowd. It's drivable. Yeah, you got the Bob storyline, which is attractive. You've got a a cool city to go hang out in, you know. Hey, oh, it's San Antonio. Yeah, let's go. Let's get let's get a room on the Riverwalk. You can walk to the stadium from downtown. Like it's there's a it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like uh, Atlanta in that regard. Only honestly, more convenient. There's a there's a path that goes right from the Riverwalk to the stadium. So yeah, I could see. Uh, I, I mean, I I don't know. I, I'll put a number on it, but. I think there will be a really good, like when the bowl game was announced, I think everybody kind of thought, yawn, and now that it's here, I think in the month that we've had, I think everybody's kind of fired up, and there'll be a there'll be a really good number down there. What about Oregon? That's completely different. I don't think they'll have a very good showing. You don't think so? No. Hmm. Travel's a I lot more t- difficult. The airlines are a mess right now, so that's true. I just, I just that's don't true. think they'll you can't have a very drive good from concern. Eugene to right. San Antonio. Right. Well, you can. Well, you could. You had to leave a couple of days Take ago. Take a couple. But, of days. Right. Yeah. So I don't think they'll have I, a very good showing. I do want to talk about the Oregon football program sometime today because I did. I heard that discussion yesterday too, and I thought it was intriguing to try to. I thought it was intriguing. All right, we'll take a break. On the other side of this timeout. Let's hear a a little bit of Kale Gundy. Uh, His thoughts of winning one for Bob. Back after this. 
T-Row and TJ. Yeah, these guys smell great. I warned you. There would be an odor. The T-Row in the Morning Show on the home of Sooner fans. I don't know if we've really talked about it. Uh, I've thought about it, you know, obviously because it's, uh, you know, he's having a chance to come back and, and, and to lead our program again. Um, it, it's been very, and I've been close with Bob ever since. I mean, he lives less than a mile from me. Uh, so we have the opportunity to spend a lot of time together uh, away from, from football, um, still with, with, you know, my wife and, and his wife, Carol. Um, but it's been neat to have him around the office all day long. Uh, it was um, it was a special week that I had the opportunity to to fly around all over the country with him and, and go visit recruits uh, in our commits and go into homes and go into schools with Coach Stoops. Um, I was definitely um, I, w- I had a celebrity with me. I mean, it was unbelievable, you know. And and some of us, sometimes we take things for granted how special somebody is and and things that they've accomplished. Uh, but uh, everywhere I took him, I mean, it was definitely, I mean, the phone, the cameras are out and everybody's wanting to take pictures of him. And it was a, it was a neat deal, but it's, it's good to have him back out there. You know, again, once you're a coach, you're always a coach. It's like riding a bike. It's not too hard. You know, you, you have your certain ways that you believe and, um, you know, you, you, you don't ever change those things. Kel Gundy talking on Bob Stoops playing one more game. Coaching one more game with Bob Stoops tomorrow night in San Antonio. And I think that's the sentiment of everyone. Everyone I've heard, players, uh, coaches now, certainly the fans, is uh, every time you tee it up, you want to go win, obviously. But uh, winning winning one more for Bob is kind of the driving emphasis of this game. So... It's going to be fun, and I'm with the UTJ. I just hope we can get to the start line here. And I'm looking over the list. Uh, Oregon has somebody put out uh, their 247 guy or whatever on the, the guys that were missing from practice yesterday, and uh, it's impressive. Uh, some of them, you know, several of them we knew about already because they opted out or transferred or, they have as many guys opting out or transferring as Oklahoma does. But there's a lot that just weren't at practice. So it uh, leads you to believe maybe there's some COVID issues going on there. And so right. we'll keep well, our fingers crossed. What's the number where they're going to feel comfortable? Because I already hear people like kind of questioning it. And it seems like to me, it was like, well, you got plenty of guys. you got 50-something guys. Like, I think it's a position group, you think, usually. It's oh, like well, a, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about just taking you know, you get, you, my position. Yeah, I mean, you you can have a bunch of guys, but if you're down to four offensive linemen, or yeah, even, that's true. You know, whatever, you just can't play. So mm-hmm. at least last year, that's kind of the way that the conferences did it. Here, there's a minimum number in each position group you had to be able to fill. So, yeah, 57 still sounds like a big number, but if they're all on defense. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think about that. Their whole quarterback room goes out or yeah, I got right. you. I wasn't right. thinking about that. But uh, you know, and maybe today that'll change. I haven't heard like they're still participating in that dance thing last night, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Yeah. And they're there and I I've talked to their radio crew and nobody has mentioned 
boy, we got, you know, uh, holding our breath that we get to play this game. To me, anyway, I haven't heard that. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm being uh, hopeful. But it seems like the intention, anyway, is unless they wake up and, and they get a bunch more or something. And, I, and I'm wondering if these new guidelines right. that all were that set down yesterday, mm-hmm. I wonder if that mm-hmm. helps at all. You know, going from 10 to 5 days, I wonder if uh, if there are some guys that were in COVID protocol back in Eugene that now could be out quicker than they thought they could and all that kind of stuff. So, anyway, who knows? We shall see. What What, what are your thoughts on the, the Oregon football program? So, I heard Teddy and Tyler talking yesterday about just kind of where they they rank Oregon football. I don't know if rank's the right word. How they regard Oregon football among, you know, all of the programs in college football across the country. Where do where do you kind of hold oh, Oregon? Football well, obviously at? they're not, you know, one of the big boys, but I think they've done a very good job in the last two decades, especially the last twenty years or so, in building a really good program. I think they're a solid program. I think they're a program you have to take seriously. They've won big games. They've been in big games. So, I mean, I respect them as a program. I, I Like I said, I'm not going to place them at, you Give know. Give me oh, their – so they're not at the Oklahoma, not Oklahoma Ohio Alabama. State, Alabama. Right, but yeah. right. But where, who are they – who are their peers? I think the group right after that. I think they belong with the Floridas and the LSUs of the world. That type of program. I mean, overall, they're the second-best program, and really they've been better than USC over the last uh, several years, more consistent, but they're definitely the second-best overall in that conference, and it's not even close between uh, anybody else, I don't think. And, and really— Do you factor—let's me. Let's factor in uh, quality of team, quality of football, mm-hmm. fan base— uh, stadium atmosphere, all that kind of stuff, all that right. goes into that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I, 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 I think I hold them in higher regard than the guys in the afternoon do. But I also am a little biased there because of my friendship with Duck Fan. Duck Fan is one of my great friends in the world. Right, and so I have been aware and alert and kind of plugged into Oregon football for a while now, riding that roller coaster with him back when they were playing for national championships and uh, sure, sure stuff. So maybe I'm a little more no, I think aware they're, I of think it a really than a normal program. fan would be. Yeah, no, I I'm with you. I think it's a top twenty program. I yes, I would agree with that. Maybe a top fifteen program. Um, I'd it's have to lay new, that out, but you're probably getting close. It's new. It's new money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have deep tradition. They have some, like Dan Fouts is from there. They have some tradition, but not. It's mostly been the last twenty years. One of the best mascots in all of college football. They've got money because of Nike, right? They have a, I would say, the most 
Tell me if you disagree with this. The most passionate fan base west of the Big 12. West west of Oklahoma. Let's see. You Can might you be think right. Of another Pac-12 fan base that's more passionate than Oregon. Um, I can't. No, I mean I think no. I think for a game here or there, you'll see Washington State get fired up, or mm-hmm. you know USC and UCLA definitely aren't more passionate than no, Arizona. Oregon. Arizona like, State aren't. Um, Autzen Stadium is not huge, but it's a great environment. And their game day there is. That's I big mean, they time. Love yeah, big. The duck. It's a college town, you know? Mm-hmm. It's one of the few Pac 12 universities that isn't in a big city. If you think about it, U- USC and UCLA in LA. Uh, Cal and Stanford both basically in the San Fran area. Washington's in Seattle. Arizona State is in Phoenix. Um. Watson, uh, Eugene is a college town, like like you see, you know, Norman, Tuscaloosa, around the South. It's a really good fan base, I think. I think it would probably be more respected had they, you know, they just hadn't been able to break through the two, three times they've had that opportunity yeah. uh, in the last 15 years or so. So, But they're a very good program. They're a really good program, a program that I respect. It, is, it has hurt them that their last few coaches have left them for seemingly lateral moves at best. Now, back in the day, Miami was certainly a better program than Oregon. But Absolutely. right now, eh, but there's a reason there. I mean, Cristobal's from Miami. They had a coach leave them for Florida State, you know. It's gonna, but Florida State is still, you know, Florida State. So, Chip Kelly derailed his career by leaving. I mean, nothing's worked yeah. out for him that he's attempted at this point, you know. But he made the jump to the NFL and for the money and the prestige of that, and it didn't work out. And then he's just never been able to get the footing that he once had in, in Oregon. Here's the other thing. They normally travel really well. And not that they have a national fan base like a Notre Dame or Oklahoma does or anything like that, but they do have a lot of fans across the country because of the whole Nike and the uniform situation. You know, there's a lot of people who think Oregon football is cool because of the look. So... I don't know how that translates into how many people will be at the Alamo Bowl. I don't think it'll be a big number for all the reasons you just laid out. I don't think they're excited about this game. I, I, it's hard to get there. Uh, they got the whole coaching change going on. They don't have a Bob Stoops to rally around like Oklahoma does. So I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of Oregon fans there. But I am curious to see because normally they support their – they program really well on the road, so we'll see. Uh, way late for a break. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. 
Tubby and TJ back with you on The Ref. T-Row in the morning show. Boomer Sooner Baby called off the air. He is giving votes for passionate fan bases to BYU, Utah, and Boise State. Boise State's the one that I had thought of when you asked that, that I might put close. BYU, I said, I don't know if they're as rowdy and as passionate. They're just big. It's just a big following. So I still think it's Oregon. Yeah, but like, I like Boise State. But you remember when the, there was a talk about Boise State joining the Big 12? Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah, you know. I mean, there would be no doubt that if Oregon oh, wanted to join absolutely. the Big 12, you'd yeah. say, well, 100%, you know. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, again, I'm not sure I'm the most, I'm the best person to judge this because I feel like, uh, I feel like I follow Oregon a little closer than the average person out here does. But, um, yeah, I, I I hold them in pretty high regard. I think I think their radio crew is fantastic. Uh, Jerry Allen is a Hall of Famer out there. Their play-by-play guy has been doing it for years. We're going to have Mike Jorgensen on here in a bit. Uh, I think the way that they do their um, media and marketing out there is fantastic. They're really good at that, and I don't know how much of that is the Nike influence. I'm going to guess there's a lot of crossover there between people who either graduate from Oregon, work for Nike, go back and forth, whatever the case may be. Uh, and then the football's been, you know, really good as well. So yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty first class program they've got going out there. I, it, I in my opinion, it's. It's not the elite history. USC's got that, but it's it's got its act together better than any Pac-12 program over the last That's for sure. decade yeah. plus, and it's really not even that close, I don't think. Top of the hour break. We'll be back.